0: From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair and the next in our Meet the Team series. Today, we're gonna to be chatting with Christina Bruno. Christina, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us.
1: Happy to be here. Now,
0: Christina, tell us about what part of the team are you on?
1: So I'm excited to represent the adaptive disciplines on the team. And I'm primarily a snowboarder, but I probably actually teach 50% of the time on skis as well.
0: Christina, how did you get interested in uh, learning to teach adaptive?
1: So it's kind of an interesting story, but it started in college during my undergrad quite a while ago, Um, maybe about 12 years ago. I started volunteering at the Adaptive Sports Center in Crested Butte in their summer program. And I loved it so much, I was just doing it on the side alongside the three other jobs I had. And my love of just that environment um, inspired me to apply for an AmeriCorps position, specifically within adaptive sports. And that sent me to Park City, Utah at the National Ab- Ability Center, where I received an AmeriCorps position and was a year-round instructor. So I, I did summer program programming but then I was also in the winter program there and I got to become certified in adaptive skiing and snowboarding and regular skiing snowboard certifications and I worked a full year there a a pretty heavy schedule and I just loved it and after that I stayed on for a few more years and that really started my journey but at first I was a volunteer and then became an instructor but it was all based on adaptive teaching first.
0: I love hearing about people's journey Uh, from starting out as an instructor to making national team. Tell us how you got interested in getting your certifications. And then as you progressed, what drove you to want to continue on to the next higher level?
1: I I think for me, my initial start into certification pathway was I just yearned for more knowledge. And as soon as I kind of got into the instructor world, I just realized how much I actually didn't know probably about my own snowboarding and skiing and how much I just loved the information I was getting and the coaching and just learning more about how to become a better instructor. So those at first initial years, I just craved that knowledge and especially being in an adaptive center some of the, the we had great training in-house around adaptive equipment but when I really wanted to go into like the core fundamentals of skiing and snowboarding going beginning my PSIA ASI certification pathway was really just helped me have a, a solid foundation and inspired me to continue down that pathway I just I think I just loved the the learning and knowledge and kept wanting more so that that's kind of what has taken me on this journey so far
0: Did you have a specific instructor along the way or mentor, supervisor, anyone who really stood out to you that encouraged you, uh, helped you along the way to uh, get where you are now?
1: I mean, there's been so many, so I'm grateful to everyone that has been a part of my journey as an instructor, from the other instructors in the locker rooms to students and trainers, But definitely, I think what's come full circle for me was Josh Spolstra was one of my examiners through my development in adaptive snowboarding, and he really mentored me and encouraged me in that pathway, and so it was really amazing to see him make the national team interact with him at um, National Academy and Fall Conference, but then also have him be a selector for this team. So he's definitely been a, a pretty constant force within my pathway as an adaptive snowboard instructor.
0: Now, at what point in your career did you feel like, I want to try out for the national team?
1: It was probably more recent, I'd say in the last five years. I I realized what a great opportunity would be. And and it was actually probably when I met my partner, Scott Anfeng, because he was on the team, and I just saw what he was up to and and all the different opportunities and ways that the team can educate and have more impact within the industry. And I just thought with my love of adaptive education and all the new technology and things are changing so rapidly in the industry, it would be a great way for me to help help channel that impact and represent the membership well so it's definitely in the last five years but i would say scott's probably responsible for a lot of that just seeing how he interacted on the team and the impact he had in his time serving
0: so what was it like for you during uh tryouts Uh, being out on snow with jeff krill for three days and going through all of the things that you had is it intimidating was it fun what was it
1: (laughs) It was definitely probably a mix of all those things and I would say because the the adaptive community is a pretty tight-knit community so I knew my selectors really well and the other candidates trying out so we already had a pretty established relationship so I think that eased some of the nerves and tensions but there's definitely some highs and lows like it's always stressful putting yourself out there and we were put in some interesting situations and had to do some really funky tasks and things that uh, I maybe hadn't done before in that situation. So there's a lot of nerves, but I felt pretty confident in my clinics and just the interactions with the group. But um, I, I think it's a high stress environment. I think that's the point of it. And it definitely there's there's such long days that it really kind of tests your ability to handle stress and, and think and adapt on the fly. So overall it was a positive experience. Uh, there were some elements of fun, but I'm not sure if fun (laughs) would be how I describe my emotional state the whole week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So in a way it almost sounds kind of bittersweet. Uh, you were just saying that it's a really tight knit community and that, uh, uh, when we were talking a little bit before we started recording, a lot of you were working together to uh, on on certain projects, and so it had to be a real high point in your life to hear your name called uh, when the team was announced. But also kind of sad not to hear your friends called.
1: Absolutely, it's it's definitely bittersweet, and because adaptive, respective to the other. Uh, disciplines, you know, it is a smaller team, so not everyone can make it, and that's really hard because it is so tight-knit. We really rely on each other to, to to build each other up and support each other across all the different equipment and disciplines. There's so much to adaptive that it, it really takes um, a lot of us to push it forward, so I think it was bittersweet, of course, I wish we could have all made the team, but I know one important element, especially of this team, is is being able to re- represent everyone and include all those people that whose voices should be heard, even the ones that didn't make it, but there's so many amazing people out there and expertise within the industry that I, I really hope in this position to kind of foster their voices and, and curate all that expertise to to drive positive change and bring more attention to adaptive.
0: Christina, what do you feel that you bring to the team uh, that sets you apart? Something that you really want to focus on over the next three years?
1: So one of the main reasons I decided to try out for this team was the the focus on the one team and working together. And one of my strongest skill sets that I, I believe I have through my past experiences of being a a snow sports director and manager and starting adaptive programs is is my ability to foster a culture of collaboration and really bring people of different backgrounds and experiences together. So I'm really looking forward to working with other disciplines and I believe I can help facilitate that experience. That's a, a skill that I have. I can, if I need to be a loud person in the room. I can, but I, I can also sit back and listen and, and try to bring other people's voices forward. So that's what I hope to bring to this team.
0: Now, something I'm asking everyone is, can you tell <laughs> us something or share that, uh, nobody really knows about you or would be surprised to find out about you? Okay. Um, this
1: might be slightly embarrassing, um, so no offense to all the professionals. Even better. Good. <laughs> <speed walking. laughs> anyway, um, I, I don't mean to offend anyone that really loves speed walking, but um, at one point in in high school, I was the national speed champion. And after that experience in that race, I decided that's probably not a pathway I wanted to pursue farther, but that's probably something no one really knows about me. But, um, in my other athletic pursuits, I was a national speedwalking champion.
0: <laughs> I have never spoken with someone who was a national speedwalking champion. <laughs> I have another podcast idea <laughs> for the future. <laughs>
1: I can enlighten you in this way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Christina, anything else you'd like to add to tell our membership uh, as we conclude?
1: Uh, I had a big accomplishment. I'm really excited. I just finished uh, my master's of business business administration within the outdoor industry with a focus on sustainable product development. So that's a huge achievement alongside making the team, it was a very stressful last couple of weeks because I was trying out for the team but also finishing my degree. So that, um yeah, I'm, I'm excited now for the, for the next chapter of being on the team and, and what lies in store for me.
0: Well, Christina, I look forward to following you through the next three years and doing many more of these interviews as long as you'll uh, have me back. And uh, <laughs> I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us.
1: Oh. Pleasure it was all mine. Thank you so much, George.
0: Christina Bruno joining us on First Chair from the PSIASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.